What is going on, beautiful people? Welcome to another episode of The Narcissist Code. I'm your favorite self-aware narcissist, Mr. Lee Hammock, better known as mental illness across all social media platforms. This is your first time seeing my face or hearing my voice. I'm a clinically diagnosed narcissist, and I use my platform on social media to raise awareness for NPD, get more people into therapy, and also validate the victims, survivors, and thrivers of said disorder, said toxic traits, said toxic people, all the other good stuff. Today's episode is going to be entitled... Did the narcissist love you or were they just obsessed with you or they love or obsession? Uh, first of all, y'all, I'm back in America. I'm back in good old North Carolina. Had a great time in Sydney, Australia. Um, thankful for everybody who came out and said hey to me in Sydney, Australia. Super grateful for every single one of y'all. Extremely grateful for the opportunity that was presented to me to go to Sydney, Australia. But I'm back in the States and we're going to hop into today's episode. Um, so. A lot of people ask me, y'all, and this is just my personal perspective. I feel like I had to say that in every video because I get a whole bunch of crybabies uh, on Reddit and in my comment section. Like, you you don't speak for all narcissists, Lee. Wah, wah, wah. Okay, shut up. Um, but seriously, this is how it goes, though, right here, y'all. My personal perspective, is it love or obsession? I think, I truly think that most, that a lot of narcissists, I don't say most, a lot of narcissists start off the relationship dynamic by thinking that they love you. They think that they love you during the love bombing phase, during the idealization phase. The narcissistic person in your life thinks that they love you. They think that you are the one for them. They think that you are the the the, the their soulmate. They think that you were created for them to to love and to cherish and things like that. That's why I believe that a lot of narcissists go through the the trouble of mirroring you go through the trouble of learning everything, trying to learn as much information about you as possible to get you to fall in love with them, to get you to feel the same exact way that they feel about you. They want you to feel about them. So they love bomb you. They give you, they become whoever they need to be to get you to fall for them. They become, they do whatever they need to do to get you to fall for them and things like that. They work hard as hell to get you to fall. Y'all know the love bombing phase is intense. When I'm doing my one-on-ones over Zoom, that's why I hear a lot of the love bombing phase was intense. The love bombing phase is intense. I love this person. This person, you know, I just I never felt this way about anybody else. Like, and a lot of times y'all are coming out of other relationships or you are in vulnerable vulnerable times, and they scoop you up and they get you. You know, so you might miss red flags and things like that. So they think it starts off as love, right? It starts off as them caring about you, but once the love bombing phase wears off, once the idealization phase ends. I don't think the narcissist particularly loves you anymore. And I know what people are going to say. Well, if, if it can go away, it was never love in the first place. I get that. I understand your perspective, y'all. I, I truly do. But I already know, <laughs> I already know that comment is coming. Well, if you, if it can if it can go away, it was never love in the first place, y'all. Bear with me here. So they they thought they loved you in the beginning, but when the love bombing phase wore off, it goes from love to I think. If they don't discard you, if they don't physically discard you, because I know love bombing, the cycle goes love bombing, devaluation, discard. I think that there are two discard phases, the emotional discard and the physical discard. I think once sometimes they will emotionally discard you, but they will physically keep you around because they become obsessed with you. They look at you as their prized possession and they become upset. They have this obsession about you. They might not love, quote unquote, love you anymore, but they are obsessed with you and don't want to see you with anybody else. You know, I personally experienced this stage myself in a, a few of my relationships, y'all. Like, I became a master of the reverse discard. That's when the narcissist starts to devalue you and makes you be the one who discards them. They, like, 
I would just disconnect from the relationship emotionally and physically. And, but I wouldn't break up with the person because I didn't want to see the person with anybody else, but they would discard, they would break up with me because I would just treat them badly. You know, I would just, I didn't want, I didn't want to be the bad guy and break up with them. So I would rather them break up with me. So I had an excuse to you know move on. I had an excuse to do what I wanted to do and whatnot. You know what I mean? So I already had that built in. I would have that built in excuse to, to, to move on and do what I needed to do, do what I wanted to do. But I didn't want to see the person with anybody else necessarily. I was obsessed with them. A lot of narcissists are obsessed with you. They don't want to, they might not want to be with you anymore, but they become obsessed with you and don't want to see you with anybody else, you know? And yes, the obsession can start doing the love bombing phase, which is when they start to isolate you. They can isolate you during the love bombing phase too. You know, they become so obsessed with you. They don't want to see you with anybody else. They don't want to see you with any friends. They don't want to see you around your family. They don't want to see you at work, socializing after work, doing work. They want you to come directly home. They want to, in, they want to engulf your entire day. And I know during the beginning of relationships, y'all, it's, 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 it's understandable to want to spend every waking second together, or whatever. Y'all want to be together all, all times of the day. But think about it. Sometimes they, they, they don't want to see you do anything else. Like you have to work from home. They want to sit in the house with you. You have to go to work. They want to sit home and wait for you to get there. They don't, they want to be on the phone with you all the time. If it's a long distance relationship, they'll keep you on the phone. They'll keep you on FaceTime 24 seven. Sometimes y'all I've heard, y'all I've talked to thousands of people over the last few years and I've heard some wild stories. And one of them, one of the stories I continuously hear is that they keep you on the phone all times a day. All times of night, they keep you up all times of day and night. They keep you. They, they keep doing things like that to keep you around. They want to be around you to engulf your time, engulf your space, engulf your essence because they're obsessed with you. And like I said, that obsession can lead to them becoming dangerous if you do try to break up with them, even if they treat you badly and they are obsessed with you. They don't want you to see you with anybody else, so they can become very. They can become volatile. If you try to break up with them, even if they are not treating you good, even if they don't want to be really be with you, they can become super volatile and dangerous as hell. If you try to leave them for somebody else, because they don't want to see you with anybody, they become upset. They, you belong to them. It goes from them loving you and caring about you to them thinking that you, they own you. Like they're like, you're their prized possession. They don't want to see you with anybody else, but it's like, and when I say, it's like, when I say prized possession, it's like you are, you are a collectible, you know, you become a collectible, like, you know, if you um do a if you have a collect, my, my brother has a collectibles. My brother has a channel on uh YouTube called Man Man versus Cards. If y'all want to follow my twin brother, he does like unboxings and stuff like that. Man versus Cards. Just like I said, Man vs Cards, like C A R D S. Follow him on YouTube. Y'all give him a follow and say, hey, Lee sent me over here. Um, but yeah, he uh he does he has collectibles. And you know what you do with the valuable collectibles? You put them on a shelf. You put them in a case. That's what narcissistic people want to do with you in relationships. They take you this valuable collectible. They take you. They love you at first. They treat you really good. They take you. Look, they take you out the box. They treat you really good. Then they put you back in the box and put you in the put you on the shelf and put you in the case and dust you off. You know, like like a trophy, like just like a trophy, like a high school trophy or a medal or something like that. They put you. Um, they put you in the, they put you in the shelf. They put you like, put you in these things. Like, they put you on the shelf. My brother just texted me. Um, <laughs> they put you on the shelf and they dust you off every once in a while. They don't want anybody else to have you. They don't want to play with you anymore, but they don't want anybody else to have you. So they keep you on this prize shelf. You see what I'm saying? They are obsessed with you, but they don't want to see you with anybody else. They don't want anybody else to play with their toy and whatnot. They don't want anybody else to play with their prize possession or whatnot. You know what I mean? 
That's why I just tell people in these situations, like they think that you belong to them. That it could start off with love, but then it transitions to obsession. And that obsession become can become dangerous. That's why I tell people if you decide that you want to leave a narcissist, you want to you want to break up with them, you want to get away from the relationship, the way you, you the, a lot of times the way you go about doing it, the safest way is to leave when they're not home. You know, call the police, get restraining orders, because if you don't, you have to like you have to protect yourself. Because some of these people will take you up out of here. They will end they will end your existence and whatnot. You know what I mean? They will absolutely end your existence, take you on up out of here, and do damage to you. And I tell this to people all the time, you have to be careful because they don't want to see you anybody else. Like even if you break up with them and you move on and you end up with somebody else, they will harm you. They will hunt you down. They will stalk you. They are obsessed with you. You have to call the police and yeah, get a restraining order. But like I said, restraining orders are only a piece of paper, y'all. You have to get something else. You can't ball up the restraining order and throw it at them if they decide to break it. Sometimes you might have to put send them to meet God to protect yourself. Because the more obsessed they become, the more dangerous they can become. They'll kick your door in. They'll do crazy ass stuff, y'all. I'm just telling you, I'm not trying to scare you. I'm trying to wake you up because some of these people are dangerous as hell. They are scary as hell. And they will and they will harm you. They will do damage to you. So you have to protect yourself. You absolutely have to, you know? Because that upset that love goes transitions to that love. The love bombing phase transitions to obsession sometimes. Not everybody will become obsessed with y'all. I'm just be real with you. Not every narcissist is going to be obsessed with you after the love bombing phase ends. Some of them will let you go. Some of them won't talk to you ever again. Some of them will ghost you. You know, but I said some of them will become obsessed. You have to be careful either way, y'all. Either way. Either way. And no, but believe what if they're obsessed with you and they want to go to therapy? Yeah. What are you willing to give up, y'all? What do you like? I, I, I tell this to people all the time, like, what are you willing to give up? What are you willing to sacrifice to have this person in your life? Because so many people are willing to give up so much to have the, have this person in their life. And it's wild to me. You know, you sacrifice your safety, your sanity, your mental, physical well-being, your financial well-being for, for the chance of being in this person's life. So you have to protect yourself, y'all. You really, really do. You know what I mean? But anyway, I'm going to cut this thing short. I had... um. I had a great time in Australia, like I said. But like, if you haven't already, grab you a self-love journal on Amazon. The self-love journal, I love me a self-love journal by Lee Hammock, by me. Um, it's available on Amazon. The link is in the description of every single video and podcast that I do. I'm going to be expanding the podcast here soon to have guests and things like, and people on here telling their stories. Not It's not just going to be for celebrities and famous people. I'm going to have normal everyday people telling their stories because normal everyday people's stories can help normal everyday people. You know what I mean? My podcast is going to be expanding here pretty soon. But thank y'all so much for tuning in. Like and subscribe for more. And as always, mental illness is out. Peace.